Say goodbye to things scattered, stressed, and the last minute scrambles to fund your real estate deals. If you're ready to stop chasing leads, endlessly connecting on Facebook, social media, and Zoom, just to pitch your stuff to anything that moves and breathes, listen up. The Daily Investor Lead Flow is finally here. This tool has forever helped us pinpoint where to focus our capital raising efforts and where to free our time and energy. Head over to dailyinvestorleadflow.com to discover how much of a game changer it can be for you. The Daily Investor Lead Flow literally changed everything for us. Now you can finally have the opportunity to take back your time and get your life back. Remember those times you reached out to investors and heard nothing back? Those days are coming to an end. This tool will zoom out, highlighting all the gaps. It will also zoom in, removing all the guesswork from prioritizing your efforts. Plus, it will help set clear expectations for your business and ensure that your capital raising strategies are assets, not liabilities. Don't wait, take the daily lead flow by going to dailyinvestorleadflow.com. That's dailyinvestorleadflow.com. Your future self will forever thank you. So to help you avoid the party coming to an abrupt end once you close the deal, today we'll be going over two different types of tax efficiency strategies that can be deployed on your next real estate investment. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. There's no easy way to sugarcoat it. As a citizen of the world, you're responsible for paying taxes. You're probably paying taxes on anything and everything anyways, from federal income taxes to state income taxes, property taxes, sales taxes, <laughs> estate taxes, and so on. Today, we're going to talk about a tale of two tax strategies that you'll want to utilize. Now, if you're tuning in today, we may know a couple of things about you already. You're a high-level entrepreneur dedicated to putting an end to those 2 a.m. night sweats, dedicating to securing your wealth preservation, building an inflation hedge, and reaping all the tax benefits in the process. You're also probably low-key obsessed with all things real estate. And from one real estate nerd to another, we know the euphoric feeling that washes over when you realize your investment deal is about to pay off and big. And you know the feeling when you can see the finish line so clearly. You're about to close on a deal, sell the property, and be rewarded with a hefty return. Cue the movie montage of popping champagne bottles surrounded by your friends, family, and teammates, all in celebration of this massive win. Hooray, right? Liquid gold is in abundance, glass after glass. Then you're hit with a punch in the gut when you realize you're about to be hit with a massive tax bill to the tune of 15-20% to 20% of the gains. Talk about a party crasher. Then comes a frantic call to your CPA where the conversation probably starts with, Help! And ends with, Me out of this situation! Can anyone relate to what we're talking about here? How do we know so much about this? Well, we might have been there a time or two ourselves. So, <laughs> here, so here are three things we wish someone would have told us from the get-go. One, tax strategies are a foundational component of wealth planning. Two, you need a good CPA who understands real estate. And three is that a well-thought-out tax plan at the onset of the investment, scrambling once the problem is already there, is not advisable. Don't work backward, guys. So to help you avoid the party coming to an abrupt end once you close the deal, today we'll be going over two different types of tax efficiency strategies that can be deployed on your next real estate investment. Basically, we're going to help you keep the champagne flowing without the shadow of taxes lingering over your head. 
Before we begin, here's our friendly reminder that we, the Kitty Sisters, are not CPAs. Please always consult your legal and tax professionals for your specific financial circumstances. Here's another disclaimer. You do not have to be a family office or have billions in the bank to cash out on the tax benefits that the IRS intends for us to have. All that's required is for us to be educated and take appropriate actions. The two strategies we are about to go deep into today's many savvy investors before us have deployed. Learn from the best, right? Sure, but with a critical eye. We wouldn't be the Kitty Sisters without giving you cash flow multipliers, some pros and cons for each strategy. It's our belief that an informed investor is the best investors. Definitely. These strategies are used by family offices as well as ordinary investors like us to save billions of dollars in taxes. Yes, billions with a B. This is what we like to call an equal opportunity tax avoidance plan. So Nan, without further ado, let's dive right in. Let's go. Have you ever heard of 1031 Exchange? Yes. So 1031 Exchange is defined as a like-kind exchange in which one swap an investment property for another. According to the IRS, whenever you sell a business or investment property and you have a gain, you generally have to pay tax on the gain at the time of sale. That makes sense, right? Paying taxes on whatever you gain from the sale. But not through the Internal Revenue Code, the IRC Section 1031, which provides an exception and allows you to postpone paying tax on the gain if you reinvest the proceed in similar property as part of qualifying like-kind exchange. Okay, so another way of looking at it is that in any gain, it can be tax-deferred in a like-kind exchange under the IRC Section 1031 is basically tax-deferred, not tax-free. Exactly. With this provision, your gains are being deferred into an equal or higher value. Therefore, you cannot sell a $500,000 property and buy another one that is $300,000. Nan, this is how I always end up such a sucker for those bongo <laughs> deals. You know the ones that offer you free whatever when you purchase two for the price of one at equal or greater value? Yes, but you end up always paying for the more expensive one. For a long time, the 1031 exchange was the best vehicle for a taxable burden at the time of sale and was used to maximize the gains. However, there are a few more caveats a real estate investor must consider before utilizing this strategy. The first is that the 1031 exchange can be on the complicated side to complete. At the time of sales, the sale proceeds must be transferred to a qualified intermediary and the fund cannot be transferred to your bank account or your entity's bank account. This makes timing crucial in this kind of scenario. If you go this route, you are required to identify the property you want to buy and sell in 45 days, guys. This means you have 45 days post-sale to identify the property you'll be purchasing next and only 180 days to complete the transaction for the 1031 exchange to be completed. If you want to see how fast 45 days can fly by, this is a strategy for you. If you exceed that 45-day time frame, then the taxable gain from your property sale will become overdue. The second reason why we advised thinking twice about 1031 exchange is that a lot of apartment syndicators aren't too keen on this strategy in general. 1031 exchanges are much more complicated to execute within multifamily apartment syndication, which is why most general partners avoid accepting 1031 exchange funds, thus limiting your options in investing in the best-in-class properties. The third reason is you're rolling all your gains, aka profit, from the sale into another property, and you're not allowed to access any of the funds for your personal use. And that simply is no fun. That dream vacation with your family? Gone. The goal <laughs> yeah, of paying off your debt? Gone. With 1031 exchange proceeds, this simply isn't possible. The fourth reason why you should do a double take on 1031 exchange is that as stated earlier, this is a tax deferred strategy. 
not a tax-free strategy, meaning as you continue to roll over from one investment property to the next and beyond, your taxable burden will continue to snowball. Okay, we're at our last point as to why 1031 exchange isn't favorable. In case it wasn't obviously clear to you guys to this point, the rumor around real estate world is that the 1031 exchanges are nearing end of its lifetime. If it ever happened, it will effectively eliminate the ability to continue rolling gains into new investment assets, meaning that there's going to be a massive tax bill that becomes due, guys. To sum this all up, guys, the clear tax benefit of 1031 exchange is that the ability to defer paying taxes on the gain. However, you'll have to follow strict rules and to be able to find the like-kind exchange that fits your internal investment criteria. After all, your criteria are the only one that matters. Nan, deferring is like your high school biology exam got postponed. Oh but no, you still have good. <laughs> but you still have the ticket down the line, which is totally a bummer. Definitely. <laughs> at the same time, you will have to recognize at some point in the future that the massive tax bill will eventually become due. Oh my God, we don't want that scenario for anyone, right? So we say we're going to deep dive into strategies that top real estate investors use. Second one is called bonus depreciation. If you think this term sounds familiar, that's because we've dedicated a whole episode to this topic, expanding on what bonus depreciation is. You can check it out in our show notes, episode 34, your tax savings playlist for keeping more money in your pockets. Nan, let's go over a quick review. Absolutely, Palm. So bonus depreciations became available to us multifamily apartment investors as part of 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act passed in the law by former President Trump. This law allows for investors in existing properties to push their 5- and 15-year depreciable accounts into the first year of ownership. What this do was allow for almost 70-100% to 100% depreciation benefits for our passive investors. So let's break this down in a more granular terms. Let's say you invested $100,000 into a multifamily apartment and you received 100% depreciation. This means that the syndicator's CPA will provide you with a K-1 statement with a paper loss of $100,000. So... What do you do with this loss? Well, guys, consider a win because for passive investors, you can apply that loss to other passive income gains. The other benefit is that the paper loss can be rolled over to future years when you do have gains to offset it. Yes. So here's the best parts of bonus depreciation. It's not a tax deferment strategy like the 1031 exchange, guys. It's like your school final exam is canceled for good. No defer here. Bonus depreciation is tax eliminating. On a typical multifamily apartment investment, imagine your overall return on investment is 100%. This means that you made $100,000 profit from this investment. Since this property already generated $100,000 in K-1 paper loss upon sales gains, you can use the paper loss to offset the taxable gains, thus walking away and paying zero in taxes even though you just pocketed $100,000. Essentially, it's like making $100,000 on the profit and on top of that, getting to keep $100,000 in your pocket by using K-1 paper loss to offset your passive gains that otherwise you would need to pay to Mr. IRS. Mind-blowing, right, cash flow suppliers? Well, isn't it amazing? And since this was a tax elimination strategy and not a tax deferred strategy, that dream vacations with your friends and family, those credit card debts you want to pay off can happen right away and not be weighted on like what would happen with the 1031 exchange. So in case it wasn't clear, we're bigger fans of bonus depreciation strategy rather than 1031 exchange. Any chance we get, we utilize it for ourselves and our passive investors. 
Since we started our apartment investing journey, we've been able to generate over $52 million in tax savings to our past investors. $52 million, guys. We get to keep the entire profit tax-free and get to use the profit as we see fit without having to deal with the cumbersome rules like the timelines and property hunting as we would have with a 1031 exchange. The last note we want you cash home suppliers to be aware of has to do with what the plans of the current administration are. The Biden administration has proposed a limit to the gains that can be deferred under the like-kind exchange for real estate under Section 1031. The new deferred number is $500,000 per year for individual taxpayers and $1 million a year for married individuals filing jointly. Our prediction is that if this becomes law, this will create even more supply constraints as less and less people are going to be willing to sell their homes so they don't have to pay that tax burden on them. So Palm, let's recap 1031 exchange and bonus depreciation again. For sure. Two tax strategies, two ways of saving, but only one gives you more control. Again, we are not CPAs, but we have been around this apartment block a couple of times and have learned not only from our own mistakes, but from investors who have gone before us. So guys, now the choice is yours as to what makes sense for you and your investments. Either way, you can guarantee we'll be cheering you on, giving you the best, most practical advice when it comes to all things high-level investing, apartment real estate, and more. Thanks for being with us today. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you get your podcast from and follow us online on Instagram at the Kitty Sisters and on our website, thekittysisters.com. Until next time, cash multipliers. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.